right, everybody. Welcome to the Why Not Us podcast. My name's Carter Kramer. Mike McGowan here to my left, the big guy in the blue. He kind of looked like a giant Smurf this morning. <laughs> it's, it's too early for that. Man. <laughs> well, it's, it's fucking bright, man. Like I looked over there and I was like, oh, hey, I had no I lights. I mean, well, you're, so you're deflecting. <laughs> you're deflecting because you don't have any hair. I know. I lost my hair last night. Oh, I know. I so know. If anybody, if, so everybody knows today is October 11th. This will come out later, but today is actually Correct. October 11th. And last night we did a live. And if you saw it, you saw me shave Carter's head. So even if yeah. you didn't see it live or you didn't watch it already, um, you can go back to the October 10 live that's on our that's on our website and on our Facebook page and watch me shave this kid's head. I, I do have to say a couple things first. And sorry, Tony, we're going to get to Tony's second. Tony uh, is joining did, us man. from like halfway across the country, that's so we correct. can't talk about this too long. But yeah. I do have to say, I probably laughed harder last night <laughs> during that whole situation. Than I've what was the, the best part for me was I was doing it and I wasn't looking at the screen. Because I was looking at your head. I didn't want to cut your head off. Sure, sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. And the hair's flying, this, that, and the other. And then I finally looked at the screen, and I saw you, and I just lost it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. I don't look good without hair. So, uh, But you know what was kind of scary to me, man, is I, it was like the first time I realized how terribly how much hair i've lost <laughs> i haven't looked up there I've been able to see my airline for a yeah, long right, time yeah, yeah. all right so anyway let's get to yes, tony let's get so to it, yeah. why don't you do the intro since you and tony have some back uh, so tony and i have known each other quite a while um we we had some we've had some misadventures together uh you know yeah, started working you know, started working, yeah. you know, the bar scene here and there, working the door, this kind of that. And uh, I, I've known him forever. And Tony's been in the energy sector for well over a decade. Yeah. Um, so awesome. we want to talk to him today about, you know, some of the construction that he does, some of the data centers, some of the carbon emissions. So, I mean, we'll get in. I, and I know you'll lead us down that path, but that's what that's that's how I know Tony and his, his great wife, Katie, and his beautiful daughter. And, yeah, um, you know, I actually was out there. Uh, what? In June, wasn't it? I was, I was out there in uh, June. Uh, no. November. Yeah, because you were at the house for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, but 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 since then, when when Brian was around. Oh yeah, June. Yeah, yeah. it was in June. Yeah, June. Yep, okay. Yep. And I was oh, there I think I saw month. some pictures from that trip of you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So anyway. Yeah, so that's how we know each other. We've known each other forever. Gosh, what's been 25 years? Something Pretty like that. Close. Yeah. Not more. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love that's, it. That's, well, that's absolutely terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun, man. That's right. Uh, so, yes, Tony, why don't you t tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you're from, um, you know, a little bit about kind of your childhood, and then, you know, talk to us about your your time in the service and, and kind of how you and Mike, you know, where you guys cross paths, sure. all that good stuff that Mike kind of touched on, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I started out, I grew up in uh, Michigan, small kid, small town, you know, and then uh, after got through high school and stuff, and I kind of figured out and I was like, I am not staying here in this small town because there ain't shit here. <laughs> I got to go. I know that feeling. Yeah. Yep. And I uh, signed up, joined Uncle Sam's Canoe Club for uh, first go around <laughs> and did uh, two deployments over in the med, um, you know, standard stuff, nothing out of out of the ordinary um had a great time doing it and then down the road i meet big old papa smurf over there yeah and, uh, he agrees really? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like hey he goes uh you know we just kind of we hit it off right from the get-go and started working together and one thing led to another and before you know 25 years down the road and 
We're still yeah. talking to each other. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've noticed one thing about Mike. You know, when you meet him, it's you either love the guy or hate the guy. Did you and say I, was, you and I are part of the minority? I did would you say, say it was 93, 93 to seven? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <93 laughs> yeah. Going, I can't. No, let's get I'm this sure guy out of here. Moments where I'm like, I'm like, I love him, but I also I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> So that's you too, huh? Yeah, I've been yeah, a guy for a little while, and I have those feelings. <laughs> my lord! All right, all right. So then, and, and so yep. then, Mike mentioned about the energy sector. So talk to us a little bit because we like to talk about this a little bit. I think, and uh, you know, you guys know about this. I, obviously, I'm not a you know, I'm not a I'm not a vet. So like, this is a this has been fun for me to kind of listen to some of the stories. But talk a little bit about man, like when your time ended, transition to civilian life, and and kind of how you got settled into the energy industry and found yourself in that that sector. Yeah. Um, so I got, when I got out of the Navy, I kind of, I thought I had a plan together. I did not. <laughs> I was kind of <laughs> like, most uh, people, yeah. and it was one of those things I was kind of like, all right, what am I going to do? And I kicked around the bar scenes working. A couple of buddies of mine had security companies. I was running a security company for them for a bunch of local bars and stuff. When dummy around, it was good. And I actually just by dumb luck stumbled into this job. Ah, okay. And we'll talk about that a little bit. Was it like a job posting somewhere or talk a little bit about that? Uh, yep, yep. I got a job posting through a local company. They were just hiring contractors 40 hours a week to read meters. And I was like, hey, this sounds like a this is yeah. golden. This is what I want. 40 hours a week, nothing crazy. Yep. And it actually, over the years, it snowballed and got hired in permanently, which is a hard feat to do. Yeah. to get hired into to the, the utility company. Um, once I got in, I was kind of like, all right, let's see where it goes. And it just kind of kept going. And as it kept going along, I just kind of kept progressing. And I've been in the metering department the whole time. And now I went from just like the run-of-the-mill stuff to doing all the high-end, like big box stores, hospitals, data centers, stuff like that. Wow. And yeah. It's been a blast. Don't get me wrong. I love my job. It's a ton of fun. But there's some things that are going on that is starting to raise some questions a little bit. Yeah, about what, yeah. Which, which is what we're of... doing with the utility companies. Yeah. So, so getting to kind of what, why we wanted to get you on here and yeah. talk about some of this stuff, right? And I, I don't know if my, how much Mike's talked to you, but you know, I built cell towers and fiber infrastructure for 12 years of my life, right? So, right. Uh, the critical infrastructure utility world is something I'm somewhat familiar with and obviously dealt a lot with utility companies to power up sites and to do some of that stuff. And uh, there's obviously different needs and some unique needs when it gets into some of these larger fiber related facilities and, um, so, so th- let's talk a little bit about that. And I'm not sure how to, the best ways to get into that, but there's a, I would call it Tony, maybe kind of an unknown, um, energy suck, right. That's kind of been happening with some of this technology. And I think that you've probably got some experience with that. So talk a little bit about that. So, yeah, we start, I mean, we, so give you, just to give you a little insight, Loudoun County, Virginia is the number one spot on planet earth. For data centers really it's a 30 it's a 30 square mile area and the amount of data centers is will just blow your mind really and you think about some of these, these data centers that. that have like google facebook meta all of them yep you're they're we're putting a hundred hundred megawatts into this so some of these just one data center 
And so to put that into perspective, I would say what maybe about 20 kilowatts will run like a house, like a full house. So yeah, that that 100 megawatts would run 80,000 houses. 80,000 houses. So so to, and so <laughs> so incredible. to to to, to wow. you know to build on this uh, in in our in the, in our research, you know, the number of data centers per country, right? So you've got places like the UK with 450, you've got Germany with 487, you've got China with 443. You've yeah, got China's large, lots yeah, of people, yeah. Yeah, you've got Canada yeah. with 328. Where was Russia? Russia has 170. Japan has 207, right? So I mean these are, you know, hundreds and hundreds of data centers in these countries. You're going to crush us right now. The United you? States has 2700 of them. 2,700 wow. data centers. As, and, and again, the next highest is Germany at 487. So we are, what's that, five times any other country? Yeah. Now, granted, we're larger than a lot of those countries. Well, not China, um, right, not Russia. Right. But, um, you know, we're larger than a lot of those co- countries. Yeah. But still, that's a, a way, very disproportionate. Absolutely. So, Tony, talk about how you guys as the utility company, how do you support that? I mean, how you know, talk about kind of the build that has to happen to be able to even allow that type of energy usage. Yeah, so when they usually, when they build one of these data centers, we are actually, they're putting in a substation just for that one data center. Wow. That crazy? It's insane. <laughs> I think it's nuts. Yeah. It's, okay. It, 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 absolutely. So, like we, so when I go, my group goes in to do our work to set up all the, for the metering process of it. Mm-hmm. It's some of the data centers I've seen have 15 meters to account for all the usage and each meter has you got to do a bunch of math for a a billing multiplier so you got one meter let's say it's for just whatever and it's got a multiplier of 300 so for every one kilowatt that meter reads they've used 300 kilowatts holy cow these are like special meters just for this level of usage yes Holy yep. cow! And, I didn't realize that. That's and, insanity. And, and you take you take a place like Loudoun County, right? So Northern yeah. Virginia, right? And you think about all of the the green, you know, initiatives oh, that, that yeah. go on, yeah. right? And and all all of that all of that you know environmental talk that comes out of DC. It is extremely rare that any of these substations or data centers run on green energy extremely rare well yeah they can't support it no, they right can't, can't, I mean, can't there's, there's no way you could nope. pump that kind of juice through a green energy source and so a couple of the data centers that i've seen where we put a sub they got a substation in there for it and everything mm-hmm. there are 30 to 40 diesel generators <sighs> and they're site. probably huge so, too right are these oh, like big one meg generators monsters. And stuff? yeah monsters yeah. So if God forbid something were to happen and they were to lose power, you got 40 generators fired up. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then so to and then again to give people kind of an idea, one megawatt generator is like the size of like a train car. That we're not Lord. talking about like a tr- one you pull no, behind not, your car not, to an not, emergency. Yeah, it's yeah. not, in, your, it's not <laughs> your, in the back of your truck. No, it's not a Honda suitcase. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. To turn your refrigerator no. on. It, the, the carbon footprint of data centers in the United States is 12%. Wow. Of, of the carbon emissions. And that's, and that is, yeah. and people always think about the big black smoke, right, Tony? I mean, that's the, everybody's like, oh man, this manufacturing's killing the you know, carbon coal. footprint. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, dude, this is crazy, it right? Is, and now here's the, this is where I start, like, it really starts, I started thinking about things. Okay. 
they're building data centers. These companies are building data centers all over the place. Yep. Okay. Just the infrastructure alone to get them power is one thing. Yeah. Now, okay. Well, what are we doing to kind of offset that? We ain't. We're not drilling. You know. That's right. We're not doing things. They're like, oh, hey, oh, offshore wind, solar. I get it. But it's got to go hand in hand. Right. Right. Because you can. You, and I've seen solar farms that would just you'd lose your marbles on how big they are. Like yeah. four five huge, football fields. Yeah, they're putting a giant one in here right now. So they just removed our in Palo, Iowa, which is right down the street from where we are. I mean, like like two miles away from where we're sitting. Right. Um, there was a big nuclear power plant that, you know, had been running, uh, I think since the 70s, 60s or 70s, maybe. But um, they just closed that down and that they owned about 1,800, maybe 12 or 1,800 acres, some big chunk of dirt, you know, that was around, surrounded the, the nuclear power plant. And that's what they're doing. They've shut down the nuclear power and they're building this giant solar farm. But from what what we understand, it's a company called Nextera Energy. I can throw them under the bus because they're not here and nobody gives a fuck. But uh, <laughs> they, uh, you know, there's apparently that none of that energy man stays local. They're selling it to factories in Chicago, right? So they're building this huge using up they're our land it. and, you know, all this. It's just, it's one of those things, man. Like, I, I think about that, too, of how many acres of native natural habitat are destroyed along because it's right along the Cedar River, you know, and I mean, right. it's a beautiful spot. How much of that is destroyed? But hey, man, we're gonna have solar that we're gonna sell to some manufacturer in Chicago. But, but why did they? Why did they what? shut down the nuclear plant? Were just a bunch of actions? Well, from or what something? I understand, and Tony, you probably know more about this than me too. I have a couple of buddies that that work there that were pretty high level employees at the at the, it's called Dwayne Arnold is the name of the nuclear power plant. From what I understand, it became so overregulated that they had to hire so many people to be able to oversee the process of energy production that it essentially became inefficient. But it was, but it was due to regulation from the government that caused. So it it. But other than that, it, it's extremely efficient. It, it wasn't unsafe. No, no, I don't. I mean, there's no. I mean, it's not, again. I think if you follow protocol, it's one of the safest, cleanest energy sources. Well, yes, we have. exactly. Yes, yes. A buddy of mine, he, uh, he works at a nuclear power plant. He does security stuff, but we. We talk back and forth all the time, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things. It's like it's proven; it works. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But it's everybody wants their hand in the cookie jar, and everybody wants to have control over it. And it's like, wait a minute. Well, okay, I get that, but we got to have this to keep everything else going. Yeah, and in a situation, you guys were worth thirty-three trillion dollars in debt, right? Why in the hell are we subsidizing these giant projects to destroy our natural resources when we have perfectly? I mean, that's what I didn't understand, right? Tony, I'm like, dude, there's, the, and then, you know, you've got the employees in place, you got a system in place, the production is there, and we're like, hey, guys, hey, we should just stop all that. Let's, let's subsidize. Like, it's the rich getting richer off, and right. it's all our tax dollars, you guys, which is so nope. frustrating. It's like, just run this shit for another 50 years, and we're going to save a fucking $150 million in subsidized bullshit. Well, there's also the issue yeah. of the, li- the lifetime of the equipment, right? So, Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, a big knock on the nuclear power plants was some of the waste and where to store it and, and, and things. But what about solar panels? Like what, what, <laughs> yeah, what are you doing there? Done. What, what yeah, about what the wind farm done? situation? Man? Right. The wind turbine. That's another is- one. Wind farms. Yeah, so talk to us about that. So in, in Virginia, they're actually, they're getting ready to do, they got two sitting offshore right now. And I'm like, okay, I get it down in Carolina. They got a huge one down in Carolina, but it's all land. This one's going to be like 26 miles offshore. 
what genius thought it was going to be a great idea to put a DC motor in salt water? Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. The, the maintenance and the upkeep is going to be atrocious. Yeah. Yeah, dude. If you can't, if you can't and, coat something as small as a fish hook to not corrode in salt water, then there's no way you're going to be, <laughs> it's yeah. going to be deteriorated. And, and they're putting like 26 of these things wow. out there. Wow. Okay. And what happens when they're done? Well, nobody's thought about that, Mike. <laughs> we probably won't be here. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, but we've heard that here in the Midwest because I was seeing there's some huge wind farms here, and oh, I mean, there's guys talking about, yeah, man, like when they if they have a even like a bad blade or something, you know, where they're just a there's a fluke situation, they take them off and bury them. I, I totally believe it. They just dig a big hole, man, and just put it in there because it's so big, it's too expensive to transport it, right? So they put them out in the middle of these huge crop fields here. They just bury it. They just bury it. But hey, man, that's green energy. That's green. Yeah. Let's put a bunch of metal in the earth. It, yeah, isn't the it, green it, part have to do with Mother Nature and, like, yeah. Earth? I don't well, know. No, speaking, the, the green part is the uh, money part. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. He's absolutely right. It's, how sick is Fucking that? Though? I, it makes me sick, you guys. It, 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 so, so it's, speaking of of Mother Earth, yeah. talk to us a little bit, Tony, about the, the water consumption at these data centers. Oh, now I read a little bit about it, but from what I've seen, like with all the cooling, like usually when they put these things together, they have us maybe service or two that are probably just dedicated to the cooling because you got a giant building the size of a football field. They got some of these things that are big enough. You could park an aircraft carrier. in. Oh, wow. Lord. So that it's, it's, it's absolutely nuts. Yeah. So I know, I mean, so recent, recent studies have said that the data centers, that size use up to 5 million gallons of water a day. Holy cow. Oh, if not more. That's insane. I, I, I just know the cooling capacity. And again, it goes back to the utility company, right, Tony? I mean, when we were building cell yeah. sites, you know, a normal, let's say like a, you know, a normal carrier site. So a U.S. Cellular, Verizon, or T-Mobile, you know, they're using like a three-ton or a five-ton air conditioning unit, right, to keep that area. That's And that's a small space yeah. for us. We're talking 10 foot by 20 foot. And obviously, these data centers are enormous, right? But even just fiber-related equipment, so data storage and fiber-related, you know, equipment puts out so much more heat. The same size structure that's not a cell phone-related communication system, but more of a fiber and data-related system. Dude, you're talking about like three to eight times the amount of cooling needed. And and that's why they get to this point. They can't even use air cooling. They've got to use liquid yeah. You know, yep. it gets so freaking hot. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know this answer, but what, what happens to the runoff? I don't know, man. I would assume there's this. It's a cyclical uh, system where it goes through and yeah, pumps I, through a cooling bunch of. I would think it's kind of a recycling thing. I would think, but yeah, yeah. Which, I've but I'm been sure wrong there's probably those coils. I mean, well, and there's probably a, there's probably a clean out process. Who knows, right? I mean, that's yeah, a whole other yeah. thing. But but the point is, is that the amount again from a utility perspective, man. I mean, f- to run even these giant cooling systems and these giant, it's just all of that power draw that you're talking about, which is just horrendous. Yeah, and, like, you look at just the amount of data centers, and then we're like, okay, well, what are we doing to help offset some all this usage? Right. We're not building any nuclear power plants. No, no, we're closing those down, right? They're closing them down. They're getting rid of coal and gas. 
Right. We we sold off all of our stuff to deal with gas. Really? And we were we were part. Yep. We had some in different states. We had gas and. Which, which which that tells you about some of the regulation and policies going on in the government, right? I mean, that's the, oh, these absolutely. guys know before this, you know, they're like, dude, we got to get out of this because they're going to regulate us right out of the fucking, you, oh. you know, your production piece. Like, uh, what do you do? You you got to run for your life, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, so hey, we're going to give you money over float. here. Yeah, give you. We'll give you money over here to do green energy related projects, but we're gonna we're gonna completely that, regulate you to death on the stuff that's already existing and already working. Well, I mean, what, what right. kind of output can a, can one of those you know in those farms, those wind farms, one of those massive turbines? What kind of energy does is what what kind of output is? I that? don't know. Do you know, Tony, what the output is? Um, it's like an average size. I mean, the ones up here are big. I would assume it's a fair amount. Yeah, um, I heard some stuff. It's kind of like. I don't, I think they said the ones in, if I remember correctly, the ones in they're going to do offshore, that would offset like 280,000 houses, I think, 300,000. Okay. And but that's not I'm like, many. that's not much. If no, you're no, looking the big, in the big, you know, okay, yeah, it's going to help, but it ain't going to cover all of it. No. Yeah, we're a long ways from being that's, self-sufficient that, in that, a situation that, like that. That's half of Norfolk. Right, yeah. like, <laughs> I mean, in Norfolk, small. Yeah, compared well, there's like uh, about a hundred, about one hundred twenty thousand in Norfolk. Okay, so Jeez. Virginia wow. Beach is so it me almost maybe half of Virginia Beach. Wow, wow, that's crazy. That's incredible. and again, you know, that cost of the cost of construction, the cost of maintenance, the disposal, the disposal, oh, the I'm mechanical failures and repairs. Yeah, well, I, I'll tell you, guys, trained. Yeah, to do the yeah job. you're right. That's a yeah. whole other thing, right? That's, That's a whole other thing. Uh, there's a couple of colleges that are in the area. I hear they're advertising all the time. Hey, come get certified for offshore wind and this and that. I'm like, no, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just yeah. play with the high voltage over here and I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> he'll just, he'll just take that arc of electricity to the head. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I'd, I'd rather take a zap to the noggin than try to have to climb up. 500 foot tower because that's yeah, in, in 26 miles off the off the shore say, yeah you're probably what, like five thousand yeah. feet of water below a lot yeah. of sharks too I, you know dude that's so crazy to me because i went out so tony i went out a couple of years ago with a buddy and we went out uh tuna fishing uh about 40 miles offshore from venice louisiana and i explained it to mike i'm like it's like another planet because you go out there and we're fishing oil rigs you know, oh, yeah. old, old abandoned oil rigs and i'm like we're we're 40 miles offshore and like 5500 feet of water and it looks like something out of a sci-fi movie, you know, because a lot of these, like you mentioned, Tony, they, they've most of them are abandoned. Right. And so there's just these giant, you know, the 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 salt water and the corrosion has absolutely just eaten these things down. So they're oh. literally just falling down into the water, you know, just pieces breaking off. And you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, I look at the amount of money it would take to build this type of infrastructure and this type of capability, and then the, to know that it's just sitting there dead, and there's no effort and no plan. Yeah, and there's no plan, right, to go clean it no, up, that, or it's just no, kind of like, ah, oh, just no. let it fall into the ocean, because, yep. and, and they don't know if these things are leaking underwater anymore. Or like, I, I mean, there's holes in the ground, right? Yeah. Like they're, they're no, that's what, yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, so we're, you were talking about the same thing, right, Tony, with this, with this yeah, wind situation. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we're just and repeating history. I feel like so absolutely. Um, earlier last summer, took off me and my buddy. We go out jet skiing. 
Yeah. We rode out through Ches Bay, the Ches Light Tower that's in the Chesapeake Bay. And it's still standing. But I kid you now, we were sitting there floating around looking. There was all kinds of fish. I'm like, man, we should be spearfishing right now. Yeah. And a chunk of steel fell off it and hit the water. I said, dude. That's a technical show waiting to happen, and I'm not getting impaled by a chunk of steel. <laughs> Way the heck out here. We're out, dude. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just sitting there rotting, going to waste. Yeah, yeah. Well, and again, man, you said it. I mean, the the, the there's a reason. I mean, the ocean is very corrosive, and it eats stuff alive. I mean, it's oh. just crazy to see. You know, I've obviously seen it with towers and cell towers, right, in my business, where, I mean, it just you, – you, we used, uh, you know, two-part epoxy coating on most of the stuff that we did down around the ocean because it was like if you didn't yeah i mean dude in like four years that thing was just starting to rot you know like, oh, it's yeah. pretty it's pretty amazing yeah i was so, in the uh outer banks two three weeks ago where we're doing an employment project down there and they use all stainless steel because it's right on the beach yeah and it's like there's a couple times i'm like I don't even want to touch this thing, dude. Cause yeah. I'm like, something really bad's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Crazy, salt water. Man. It, just, it eats everything. Yeah. So putting these little thin wind towers up out there, everything will be interesting. Anyway, you, what were you going to say, man? I can no, see you got I, something on your noggin. I'm just, uh, just the, the, <laughs> the emissions, right? So I, I, in some of the research, a hundred, storing a hundred gig of data in the cloud every year caught and produces 0.2 tons of CO2. Right. And how, how many wow. of us factor in your smartphones and, and all of the data that you're storing in a cloud, all the, so, so all the, all the, you know, all the ladies out there and your, and your photos on your phone that have 40 million photos and you back it up with the iCloud for 1099 a month that gives you, yeah. right. I mean, the, the storage alone and, and the missions because of the data centers is, is outrageous. Yeah. It's, I, I there's so much, so if uh, there's a whole bunch of this math in here that you probably do all the time with all these terawatts and megawatt hours and joules, right, Tony? But the value of our data centers, can, <laughs> the, the electricity it takes to run our data centers is enough to run s several dozen countries. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. It's incredible. It's, so, so Tony, what do you know from what you see now? I mean, where, where do we go from here? I mean, it, how, people are, are obviously we've created this really convenient lifestyle of like Mike's talking about with the phones, everybody wanting to have everything at their fingertips, you know, from your oh, exactly. situation, what, what, what do we, you know, what's the solution here to try to get this energy situation to a, a reasonable scenario that's sustainable. I think sustainability is a big question of what we're talking about and somewhat, you know, non-invasive for the environment or at least realistic. What's your, what's your two cents on that? Well, I, I think we were like, I'm going to say back when Trump was president, like energy business was booming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They cleared a lot. They cleared some of the red tape and the bullshit. Hey, your job is to make energy. Do it. Yeah. Cool. Right. All right. No problem. That's what we, that's what we do best. And now with everything going green, all this political shit involved. Oh, mm -hmm. Hey, Go buy a. We want you to drive electric cars, man. Just take that shit and drive it off a lawn pier because it's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it you got to support the it. Grid, right? The, 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 the grid, grid's already. We're the talking grid, about the yeah. grid won't support but, it. No, we're talking about what the stress we're putting no, on already. The, yeah, the, the. I read a report 
and it kind of graded. And this guy who's been in electrical business for decades. So he kind of took the United States and broke it into three areas from the West Coast to like the Mississippi, um, then kind of like another little section in the Midwest, then the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So pretty much from like uh, Texas to California, their grid is fucking garbage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as it gets better, it gets better as you get to the Midwest and the East Coast. East Coast is probably has one of the most resilient grids that we have. Mm-hmm. But who who's number one on the target list? East Coast. Right. Yeah. So, you know, and it's, but it's, I feel like there's not enough put in to help harden the grid and do all the right things. And there are some companies that are doing it, but there's a lot that are just flying by the seat of their pants. Like yeah. look at Texas when they had that that ice storm. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Well, we had it here. You know, we had this derecho uh, 2020. I don't know if you heard anything about that, but it was basically in Iowa. We had a land mm-hmm. hurricane. We had sustained 140 mile an hour wind for 45 minutes. And, and so, dude, you can imagine, right? I mean, this is the I've, I've did not, you know, I did natural disaster recovery work for a good part of my career. I'm sure you've done a bunch of that in your time. Yep. Like, dude, I've seen a lot of shit, right? Hurricanes and floods and all kinds of stuff. Dude, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Every single, I mean, electrical piece of infrastructure, everything from giant, huge, you know, seventy kVA line setups to to wood poles was on the ground. On the ground, snap everything like toothpicks. Yeah, and you're talking about that, right? It's like if somebody, if we really went through an attack here in the country or any of that stuff happened, I mean, I don't think, like, dude, I would rather see us spending a bunch of these tax dollars on, like you said, hardening that existing infrastructure and making sure that we have redundancy and we have ways to continue to communicate with each other. Because when you've been in one of those situations, man, and nothing works, this doesn't work. You know what I mean? Your phone does is useless, right? You can't get gas at a gas station because they don't have backup power. Dude, it is yep. a disastrous situation. People freak the fuck out. Oh and, yeah, people and let let the lights go out for more than a couple hours, and people just they freak out. They don't yeah. know. They just lose their minds, and it's like. But those same people that freak out are like, "Hey, I'd rather you know see some wind turbines than you know." Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And harden that infrastructure. So anyway, so oh, Tony, we're, we're about yeah. to time, I think. Yeah, right? I think we're at time, yeah. Um, dude, thank you so much for doing yeah, this, man. Yeah, man, appreciate it. Oh, and no, hey, good seeing you, guys. brother. It was my pleasure. Hey, it's great seeing you guys. You guys yeah. take care, all right? Love he's, it, man. We'll he's keep, a, he's we'll a big ho- fan. He's on a lot of the lives. He's, he's, you know, hey, we got to keep we got to keep hollering about this uh, yeah, common yeah. sense approach, man. So keep uh, fighting the good Absolutely. fight out there, man. We appreciate that. Tony, man, we'll see all you soon, brother. Thank you. Take care. Take care. I think we're back. We're back. Here we are. You and your. Ugh, it's so funny. <laughs> I, I, what is you? You're angry. Is it the no, hair? I, I didn't get much sleep last night. Is it the long, hair? No, the hair's yeah. part of it too. It's kind of just sad, bro. It's yeah. kind of like a, it's like, uh, you know, grieving a lost close friend, someone you've had a long relationship with. <laughs> the loss of a <sighs> gnar- gnarly sheep on top of your head it becomes your identity, man. Yeah. Maybe. I, I got kicked out of my business after I sold it. I feel like it was a similar thing. Yeah. Um, okay. Dude, that was, I, Tony's great. Tony's awesome. Dude, and dude, how eye-opening is that? I don't think a lot of people understand the amount of energy required in the carbon footprint of this 
data center situation that we're building and hearing it from someone working for the utility company that gets to build these guys yep. for just plowing through energy. Yeah. I thought, I thought what he said about, you know, Hey, what, when Trump was in office, it was like, go create energy. Just yeah, go do it. I told you that was how my business yeah, was, yeah. right? It was the same thing. People that were like, well, why would you vote for that guy? He's an idiot. I'm like, dude, I, I've been able to do better for my clients, my customers, mm-hmm. better for the people. We're connecting more people to high speed internet connectivity. And then, you know, you think about the COVID situation, where everybody wanted to work from home and school from home and do all those things. Right, Mike? Yep. What do you do if there's so much red tape, you can't get anything done? Yeah. If we wouldn't have had that run, dude, the years before the current administration was in place, like, dude, a COVID situation happened, we would have been screwed, bro. I just don't understand, like, all of this, you know, uh, you know, you see John Kerry going to the World Economic Forum, right, right and talking yep. about how we only have 10 years on this planet, which they yeah. were saying in the 90s as well, right? Remember, like, the, yeah, like the, they say it all day. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was acid rain, and then it was this, and then it was that, mm-hmm. and, you know. But, like, all of these initiatives are costing so much money. Yeah. And it's creating, I mean, they're burying turbines in the ground. Yeah. How sustainable is that? It's not sustainable. So so it's costing all of this money, and, and, it's, and it's not producing energy. I mean, we didn't say it when Tony was on, but you know people around here. Yeah. You've told me that those wind turbines create nothing. Did they go to, those are corporate company, you know, energy offsets, right? Yeah. To try, so, to, for what he's talking about, like, they have to make specialized meters because these people are burning through energy at such a high rate of speed. They have to, like trick the meter into being able to even function at that level and mm-hmm. then they have to do back you know they have to do math after the fact to figure out how much usage there really is yep. dude think about that on the the scale that we have it and then you know you look at these wind turbines and they're like okay we'll offset that by you know two percent because the cost savings is like but dude the cost to put them in yeah the cost of maintenance, the again, the and, mechanical and, failures. And there's people out there that'll build them because guess what? The government's granting. The government's paying for it. Millions and billions wait, of wait, dollars. Wait, wait. We're paying well, for so it. Got, excuse us. Yes, we are. But right, that's where this becomes fucked up. That people don't understand. Like, dude, that's our tax money that's being directed towards these huge green issues. And, and yep. dude, you, I'm a, I'm the biggest nature person. Yeah, and I'm not are. the biggest, but it's like. I think that maintaining and sustaining mother nature is a really, really important thing and, and having respect for what it is. Now I think that we have to find balance, right? I'm not somebody that believes that it's, it's realistic to think that we're just going to go back to some fully self-sufficient, even though that would be best for the planet. You know, I wish that that was more realistic, but we've created this convenient society yeah, isn't there isn't there a happy medium somewhere? I mean, can't well, we well, can't me, we burn we, coal or drill and use solar and uh, use wind? Let me and, ask you this, and, think, and hydropower. Think about it this right? way, Mike. And this is something that drives me crazy. You know, as a business owner, I'll relate it to this. Do you think it's more efficient to have an employee that knows their job and knows it well and does it really well and has been doing it for years and years? Do you think that's more efficient than hiring a new person every two to three years and having to retrain that person, re- reintroduce that person, try to get them to a level of efficiency and function? It's the same with these technologies, bro, that we get them. It's, we look at the oil production piece in the yeah. United States. We look at the, the, you know, the nuclear power plants. 
Dude, they spent years and decades perfecting this stuff and trying to make sure it was extremely efficient. It was safe, right? We get this thing. It's humming along. It's, it's pumping at a very high. And somebody goes, yeah, no, dude, we should just get rid of all those and hire new employees and just retrain them all and try to start all over it's again a, because there's tax money available and government subsidy money. Why, dude? Why? We're fucking $33 trillion in debt. It's a huge scam. It's so that rich people can get richer, dude, off of knowing this stuff is coming. It's about insider trading. It's about these things that are happening in our corrupt-ass government. I'm sorry, but dude, that, this stuff yes. really frustrates me because and, we're in this point of like, why? And who are the and nobody can explain it? And who are the backers? Uh, you know, so so oh, yeah. So companies exist. They get government subsidies. They build turbines. They build whatever, right? And they're getting subsidies to do this. But who's investing in those companies? The Black Rocks, the State Streets, the yeah. Vanguards, right? Those and those are you know, and all of our in retirement accounts and pension funds and this that. I mean, right. all that money is just being funneled for what's you know what's in in vogue today. Yeah, well, Mike, you know what pisses me off is that these companies are big enough and powerful enough. They know they can get involved in these situations when there's an opportunity and they know that they can go in there and lobby hard enough to get a whole bunch of dollars directed towards these initiatives. When they fucking shouldn't be. And why can't somebody in the government stand up and be like, no, it's well, not time for that yet. Or, hey, we're going to do this. You know, hey, give me a proven. Mike, how many times have you seen a proven study on energy resources and how effective and efficient they are? Have, have, did, you know what I'm saying? Do they go out and say, okay, here's the. Here's the no, it's all proof. forecasts. Yeah. It's all forecasts. Absolutely. I mean, even, and these fucking morons doing the forecast don't understand that it takes like companies like mine and guys like Tony yeah. to go out and you have to have physical human beings go out there, do all these projects, well, run the stuff, maintain the stuff, repair the stuff. Dude, that there's so much more going on there. It's not very efficient, bro. Well, what, I mean, what Tony said, those 20, 26 miles off the coast, those turbines, yes. what he was talking about is a forecast. If it reaches half of what they're forecasting, it would be a miracle. Yeah. It right. Would. It's insane. It won't like, like what, why can't we take that money and invest it in what we know works like nuclear again, man, just let it run for a while. It doesn't mean that we can't, you know, try to transition to something better, but like if that thing is running and it's working and it's efficient and it's effective, don't overregulate it, run it, let it produce a bunch of energy for the grids. Cause so we can try to support all this, you know, new data center yeah. draw and some of these are like, dude, we got it. It's gotta be an in and out scenario. Yep. And when I hear things like these data centers and, you know, 5 million gallons of water, isn't that what you said? 5 million gallons of water a day, a day. A day. And we're sitting here in, in places like Arizona, where you live, where there's a massive water shortage mm -hmm. and we're just pumping water out of the ground. I mean, we do it here in the Midwest, yeah. right? We see it out in places like Nebraska and South Dakota where they have to irrigate. And it's like, they're just, there's water loss everywhere. There's going to be effects for some of these things, man. Yeah. At, at some point, yeah. you know, the natural disasters are going to get worse. Mother Nature's going to get pissed, bro. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> 100%. I, like. I, I mean, all, all these, all, you know, and what's interesting to me when you talk about people putting out the reports and the, and the companies and, the, and the, every few years, right? Yeah. You talk to these people. Do they believe it? The, like in their oh, heads, yeah. they've... they've either accepted or convinced themselves that this is the way to go when the proof, the data shows otherwise that the carbon emissions or the water, the water runoff, which I'm sure is terrible by the yeah, way. It's not and I, don't, I, I wish I had the more information on it, but yeah, like that, that destruction of mother nature is 
just as bad, if not worse, than the stuff they decry the 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 coal and the and the you know the nuclear. Yeah, I mean, but they've convinced themselves that somehow it's it's really easy to convince yourself when you're enriching your own life doing it. 100%. Right? Yeah, dude, you're going to vote for something that's going to make you, you know, millions and tens of millions or hundreds of millions or billions of dollars. It's like disposal. all those... Of course you're going to agree with it's it. It's like all those fucking global elites going to the, you know, the, the Green yeah. Energy Conference or yeah. the World Economic Forum all in their private jets. Yeah. Fucking hypocrites. I know, man. Right? Well, hey, dude, what's what's when it comes to that situation, it's, it's what's good for me isn't good for you and what's right. good for you is nope. not good for me nope. and control yeah that's right that's right i wish we could get to like if it's good for the goose it's good for the gander and you so know what do we do man so what do we do i, I don't know i mean i you know again man i i think that the this the thing to me is that we got to stop making these rash movements like we're we're you know, like like shutting down our, our oil production and and outsourcing now, and we're now paying a shitloads of money and in tax dollars and all of these things to other countries to supply things that we already have here, man. And we mm-hmm. had had set up, and we've you know, first thing Joe Biden did in office was shut down the Keystone Pipeline project, right? You yep. remember that whole yeah, situation? Yep. It's like, and now all of a sudden, and and again, I don't think people understand that, you know fuel prices have come down some and it's a little bit better than it was. I mean, it's still five something a gallon in California. Right. So it's, it's not cheap. It's probably five something a gallon in Arizona, right? Yeah, it's five, five bucks right now. Yeah, yeah. So five bucks, it's $3 and 40 cents here for ethanol, which is, you know, is a significant difference, but dude, how do people not understand? It's more of a concern to me of where's that money going? Yeah. Because if we're paying United States employees and we're paying United States companies, that money is staying within our economy and it's getting redispersed back out into people's homes to feed their children and people to be able to go buy groceries and people to be able to own homes right yep. in our country when we're outsourcing the oil that money is going into some other country and guess right. what it, what it never happens it never comes back no it doesn't it doesn't if it leaves our economy dude especially on an international basis it's gone bro it doesn't we don't get that back because we're the we're, we're a shitty exporter right, right? right especially right now so why can't we just stop with these big rash decisions like that? Allow somebody. And again, it doesn't mean that it can't be somewhat in tandem with or along with or in lieu of. Right. There's got to be like instead, it's just it's all or nothing. It's so, just like this green energy thing. I, right? I, I think what you're I think oh, what you're speaking to a little bit anyway is the, the, these rash decisions of people that are extreme. Yes. Right. Again, I, there has to be a happy medium. Yes. It, you know, the whole drill, baby, drill, baby, drill, baby, drill. Okay, we we know fracking screws shit up. Yeah, we right? got to be smart, bro. Be smart, but but at the, at the same time, hey, look, the wind isn't going to power my house every single day. Right. Right. Yeah. So there has to be a, a happy medium in there, and we have to stop electing these fucking politicians who are so far to one side, right? On whatever fiscal, you know, fiscal, economic, societal, you know, social issue, right? Right? Or the other. We have to, we yeah. have to stop well, doing well, that. Well, let me ask you this, Mike. Let's think about it this way. If you looked at this from a reverse engineering perspective okay. and you said, here's how much energy I can get from a fucking stream. And, okay. and water flowing or from the wind blowing or from the sun shining. Okay. And he said, this is what I could produce. And we actually built infrastructure related to that okay. and limited it. 
it would fucking work. Yes. And it would be 100% it's fucking going- self-sufficient. But we don't. What we do is say we want a fucking cell phone and we want to store 8 million pictures of selfies of ourselves that we're sending to our fucking boyfriend <laughs> and watching Taylor Swift at NFL games. Fuck off. <laughs> Somehow you really feel my No, I'm just, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but, this is getting me fired up, dude, because this is exactly how we are, right? It's like we take and take and take and take. And it's like, why can't we just stop and think about, like, here's what's available. Right. And if we would all be willing to create a little bit more self-sufficiency, and this goes back to just, like, meeting in the middle, right? It's like uh-huh. we don't have, we shouldn't have this extreme usage, and we shouldn't have this extreme idea that, nobody is going to want to use any level of energy ever again. Like there's a place in there. Hey dude, here's what we, and again, we have to understand the consequences of if we're going to continue to populate the planet, if we're going to continue to beat up the, the, you know, mother earth and the natural resources available at some point, dude, there's a catastrophic failure. Yeah. And by, and by the way, you know, just not having kids is not the answer. No, no. And and (laughs) dude, it's about teaching kids how to be self-sufficient, right? It's like, why don't we, I I love your aspect of reverse engineering it because I know that the, the earth around me, let's just put it that can provide X for what I need right now. Absolutely. So let me get X from the earth. And, yeah. and give some back and let me get Y from where, wherever I need it. And right. let's, let's move that across the spectrum over time yeah. to where we can be s- s- sufficient, yeah. right? It, it, or it will be sufficient. We can be sustainable, right? And, it, yes. and, and we're giving back to, the, to Mother Earth at the same time. We can absolutely be much yeah. more sustainable than we are by just calming the fuck down and trying to make sure that we're looking at all options and all yeah. opportunities to, and, and again, you know, use your cell phone less, right? Drive a little less. Do some of those. That's the little things, man, I've definitely told, add up. I've told you that, you know, you get the scream time notification every yeah. Sunday morning. I, is, if I can keep it under three hours, I'm good. Yeah. Three hours, yeah. less than three hours a day. I'm good. I feel like, I feel like that's, I feel not only for my mental health, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for just everything in general. Right. So, so what, I mean, guys, we you, got into a weird rabbit hole. Yeah. There, but. Yeah. But you can see Carter gets fired up about this and I, I agree with him. I think it's a big 100%. deal. It is a big deal. What do you guys think? What, what do you think? The, what are the listeners things? How do we solve this? I mean, there's gotta be, there's gotta be listeners that, that, that work in industries where, where the, there can be, they can help. I, you know can what, provide you know suggestions. Question, we want to hear them. You know, a question I would like to ask people, how long do you think we really have? Wow. Before catastrophic implosion at, Bef- the, at, at the way well, that we're what, handling the situation. What did situation. you say a few minutes ago? You said mother nature is going to stop fucking around. It's already happening, dude. Yeah. It's yeah. happening. It's going to, oh, it's going to continue to happen. Dude, there's, she's going to swat us off the earth. Dude. Like it's nothing if that's what needs to happen for her to stay alive. And I don't blame her. Right. Like, let's not get to that point. Let's see if we can just be a little bit more respectful and understanding and think about the situation in a little bit more logical sense. Yeah. yeah. That's all. I, I think, she, I think what, what we're hearing from, from her right now is get your shit together. Be smart. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, 100%. right. 100%. All right, man. Well, that's great. I appreciate this topic. I appreciate Tony. He was fantastic. Yes, he Super was. good guy. Glad yep. he came on. And, uh, you know, again, I think these are a couple of great questions. Let us know what you think, you yeah, know. Please do. Well, how do we fix this situation and how long do we really have before there's a Barata point of no return? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> continue to continue to watch, continue to, you know, see us on Spotify and we'll use we'll, We're only using a little bit of storage. We're, we're well, only and doing I, and so I can much. tell you this, dude, I, I did my part yesterday by getting my head shaved because I can use less water to shower. You know, I'm, I'm, that's, that's my excuse too. That's, that's, that's why I've, that's why I've, why I've had one haircut my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah. And it was long before I went bald. 
I mean, you know, some of us are selfless. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's all me. Right. Well, that, that is me. We appreciate everybody watching. Yeah. Appreciate everybody listening. Um, check us out on Spotify. Also at the um, Idle Time Productions. Idle Time Productions YouTube, YouTube page. In our, in our website, whynotuspod.org. Yes, if you uh, if you find Janita Kennedy on social media, blast her. She's awesome, and she's yes. got some really funny stuff that she posts, she and some very interesting stuff. And she's standing here giving me this look like, "Hurry up, you're out of time." So we should. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, for, for Mother Nature. It has to start somewhere. It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? Oh!